Everyone's listening to our podcast, Tuesday, January 10th. We're talking about social engineering at the end. If you want to talk about social engineering, eBay, jump all the way to the third segment. If you want to talk about the news headlines, we've got them in the first two segments along with everything else. Sleeping bag homeless, camping outside, armchair survivalist, and fill in the dog's bowl. And I'm your host, Bling. It is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. Let's get into some headlines, shall we? Des Moines, Iowa, AP. After nearly three months of lottery losing, will someone break the trend Tuesday night and win a 1.1 billion Mega Millions jackpot already? Regardless of how long it takes, the odds of winning the top lottery prize don't change. And they're formidable at 1 in 302.6 million. But someone will eventually match all six numbers and win the jackpot which now ranks as the fifth largest in U.S. history. Come on, you guys. I'm going to, hey, I'm going to play. I got to, someone's going to win. The drawing is set for 11 p.m. Eastern, but it usually takes a couple hours before it's clear if there is a winner. I'd say so after 1.1 billion. I got the numbers. I got the numbers. Zero, five, zero. What did that one um, in uh, Spain, the Peruvian woman? Oh, I remember. What was her name? What did she go by? I don't remember her name. Was it uh, Perla? I do remember her name. The Peruvian woman who won the Span- Spanish one. She she said, I play those six numbers. And I might win again. If she wins again, could you imagine? I think I, her name was Perla from Peru. I'm fairly certain of this. She won the big jack. Anyway, some people is a big deal. The 1.1 billion prize is for a winner who chooses to be paid through an annuity with 30 payments over 29 years. No, I won't be alive that long. Winners usually prefer cash, which for Tuesday night's drawing would be an estimate half a billion dollars. 568.7 million. That's so much money. When you, if you were to win that amount of money in cash, here's taxes or here's whatever, whatever. Here's five hundred billion dollars. Five hundred million dollars. Here's a million dollars. Here's five hundred freaking million dollars. Here's one billion. No, it's five hundred million. Mega Millions is played in forty-five states as well as Washington D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Sounds like we got a winner in D.C. already. Forest lizard. It's already freaking rigged. Some freaking politician got it. Senator was it Tom Davis? Too drunk to drive home. You know what he was doing in that car for an hour. We all do. That cop didn't give him a ticket for public intoxication. Freaking cop was, yeah. But gave him a ticket for public intoxication. Cut him a break. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm sure he was too drunk to drive and wasn't doing anything else in his car for an hour. Forest lizards genetically morph to survive life in the city. I've... Epigenetics, I've been saying it. I've been... San Juan, Puerto Rico, AP... Lizards that once dwelled in forests but now slink around urban areas have genetically morphed to survive life in the city, researchers have found. The Puerto Rican crested anole, a brown lizard with a bright orange throat fan, has sprouted species scales to better cling to smooth surfaces like walls and windows and grown larger limbs to sprint across open areas. It's, um, what, selective nature's... Selection? Natural selection. We are watching evolution as it's unfolding, said Kristen Winchell, a biology professor at NYU and main author of the study published Monday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. 
Yeah, it was published. Study published. So what? As urbanization intensifies around the world, it's important to understand how organisms adapt and humans can design cities in ways that support all species, Winchell said. The study analyzed 96 Anolis crystallis lizards, comparing the genetic makeup of forest dwellers to those living in Puerto Rico's capital, San Juan. You can hardly get closer to a smoking gun, said Walter Hafwerk, an evolutionary ecologist and professor at Verge University, Amsterdam, who was not involved in the study. He was not even part of it, dude. Can someone get me in touch with Walter Hafwerk? Walter? Excuse me, Walter. Is there any way I can work for you? I I like your style a lot and I would be willing to contribute my time and efforts, talents, to whatever cause you have. And someone reach out to Walter Halfwork again for me. Say, Bling Vieira needs to talk to you. It's very important. Hurt my ribs, hang on. Hang on, hurt my ribs. Walter, it's Bling, it's Walter. Hey, Walter Halfwork, hey, thanks for calling. Um, hey man, you kind of caught me at a bad time. I'm kind of busy right now. Can I give this? Thanks again for reaching out though. Bling, yeah, we'll have to talk. We'll have to catch up some. Bling, it's Walter. I'd like to work for you, but I'm just kind of busy right now. I got a little ahead of myself there, Walter. Thanks for listening again. Bling, I have a position. And the dial tone. What was the artist's name for that lion mural? You guys remember? Maddie something, right? It's Maddie, though. I do know. Has she gotten in touch with... Do we know? Have I answered my... Have I tried to answer any incoming phone call? Whether it says... I know the person or not, whether it shows up in my ID or not. Have I answered the phone? Anyone? Raise of hands. So if you reach out, you gotta, you're gonna have to text me and that's, we'll see if I get it. But yeah, thanks for, if you have reached out, well, I, I need to do some reaching out too. Relationships and communication is a, it's a two way street, as they say. Thanks again for calling Walter. We'll have to be in touch. Uh, he's a professor at Verge University in Amsterdam. I'd love to come work in Verge, but I'm just too, too busy right now. He said he was impressed that the scientists were able to detect such a clear genomic signature of ad- adaptation. The ultimate goal within the field of urban adaptive evolution is to find evidence for heritable traits and their genomic architecture. Winchell said the lizard's physical differences appeared to be mirrored at the genomic level. If urban populations are evolving with parallel physical and genomic changes, we, we may even be able to predict how populations will respond to urbanization just by looking at genetic markers, probably. The scientists chased after dozens of lizards for their study, catching them with their hands or using fishing poles with a tiny lasso to snag them. I've seen people do that in Florida, I think. Uh, catch them all fishing, I think. I just saw Zach catch him too on like um, Animal Planet or something. He's moving up in the world quick. I remember his YouTube channel barely starting out. Catch him all fishing, and now he's like, uh, he's on an alligator wrestling show on Animal Planet. I think it's um, Swamp Vloggers or something. But I was like, that's Zach, isn't it? That's freaking Zach catch him. He's a nice guy too. Um, how are we doing on time still? Oh, good. I can still talk about these lizards. I, I like it. It's exciting. I'm telling you, get, someone get Walter on the phone, please. Um, Walter Halfwork. I know I just hung up on him, but get him back on the phone. I'm free now. I have time now. 
The scientists chased after dozens of lizards. Fishing poles with tiny lasso. I've seen people do that. I've also seen um, a guy and his daughter. What's it called? A real fishing, real fishing adventures on YouTube. I've seen she, her, his daughter Lauren. I think is her name. My dude. <clears throat> I have to say this. I have to. Can I, can I, I'll finish up the lizard story, and I forgot to talk about Tom Brady yesterday. It's my fault. I got a little excited. I have to talk about real adventure, real fishing adventures on YouTube. It's a, it's a daddy daughter kind of thing, but his daughter, Lauren, like she's probably one of the best freaking Aragon marksmen just out there in the world. And she doesn't even practice. Like she's that good at, and she's a, like 11 or 12. And one of the, her dad misses this iguana in Florida. And he's just like, ah, oh, shoot, you know, I missed. Hey, Lauren, can you get... And she's just a headshot from like a, like a mile away. She's like, I got it. I was like, wait, what? I like rewound it. I was like, she just freaking took it out like that. Like she already had it in the scope and everything. All he had to do was just say, hey, Lauren, take that lizard up. Got him, dad. Just reloading. She didn't even think... To, dude, I've seen her with a fishing pole with flies and they're catching frogs not lizards though and i was kind of like yeah i don't know if that's how much time i got 45 seconds i don't know how we're catching frogs whatever but i I don't know if i catch them with a hook myself but that's how you catch them they're small and they're fast and so i've seen them catching them that way um catch them all fishing i I think he was the one with the newts nooses around the the newts annals is it, a, is it a newt or is it an anal? What's the difference, everyone? What's the difference between a salamander? I saw that in, like, Google. Salamander and a newt. What's the diff- what is the difference between a salamander and a newt? Anyone? Listeners tuning in at home in this first segment? Don't worry. We'll get back to lizards. But check out those, some of those iguana hunting things. Man. Back in the day, people used to call me iguana man. Oh, who we got on the phone? Uh, Walter, Walter, hey, hey, man, I've, I've, you're at Verge, right? You're a professor at Verge University. Bing, you wanted me to call you. Bing, you wanted me to call you, an American. Is that, does that sound Danish? Ah, and you wanted me to call you. That sounds Danish, right? I'm too busy, Walter. I have to call you back. Thanks again for calling me back. Bing, I'm off your position. I will have to call you back. Freaking job offers from around the world, you know. Those iguana hunting videos that they have on YouTube are very, very graphic. So kids, if you're listening, shame on your parents for allowing you to listen to this podcast in the first place. But if you're listening, don't watch those YouTube videos of iguana hunting in Florida. Because I'm telling you, if you're not prepared, if you don't... If you can't understand the circle of life and, and what an invasive species is, then don't watch those. But they're doing a service by taking out those iguanas. So much damage that they do at digging those holes over there in Florida. But some of those guys, there's um, there's another Aragon one. I can't, I always, he's like the best though. He's got glasses and he's like the best. 
I had like Aragon effects Aragon or I don't know. Oh, it's just bad content, premium quality plan play gold content. Did someone get well turn back on the phone again? I got a couple minutes. <clears throat> on occasion they had to ask permission. Oh, lasso to snag them. It takes some practice, Winchell said. On occasion they had to ask permission to catch lizards off people's homes. It's like no, get it the hell off, get off, get away, go away. Who are you? Like I wanna catch I wanna put this noose. That is a uh brown anole. Uh and I'm doing a st- I'd like to put this noose with a fishing pole. I'm fishing for animals off your porch. Is that cool? Get the hell out of here. Call the Puerto Rican police. Get the hell out of here. I don't care what study you're doing. Get that you and that little fishing pole lasso. Get out of here. Take some it takes some practice. On occasion they yeah. uh, among Winchell's favorite findings was a rare albino lizard. That would be rad. I, she also found an eight inch one, rather large for the species. That she nicknamed Godzilla, an eight-inch, like um, albino. Wow, that's a isn't all albino is that's a genetic abnormality or uh, mutation, right? Well, why are there more? If it's rare, how'd she find two? And how'd she find a freaking giant freaking Godzilla one? Albinos are more rare typically because they're they don't have the regular camouflage. They don't blend into their surroundings. They're school fish. I don't know. Let's go with that weird-looking white one with the pink eyes. But at the same time, I don't want to eat that white one with the pink eyes. Let's just get a normal-looking one. Yeah, let's get the normal. That one's sick. The study focused on adult male lizards, so it's unclear if females are changing in the same way or at the same rate as males and at which point in a lizard's life the changes are occurring. Halfwork, whose own research showed how one frog species changed in its mating call in urban areas, said scientists should look for possible constraints on the evolutionary response and how morph- morphology relates to mating behavior. Ultimately, to cash in on adaptive traits for survival, they need to lead to higher yeah, production, reproduction, reproduction. Um, I kind of have some theories on that, too, because at this old age in my life, I, almost, I feel like some sort of metamorphosis. To where, at a younger age, as a male, I was, like, obsessed with sex, libido, through the freaking roof, active skateboarding. And now, as, like, an old guy, if someone just starts talking too much, it's like, nah, I go away. Man or woman alike, or other, just go, attractive, sure, but just go, like, you already said too much. Go away. Like, I don't, my focus is no longer on sex anymore. It's just like, it's basically survival, armchair survival. I'll talk about it in the third segment. Now, talk about lots of stuff. Netflix tennis docuseries Breakpoint, short on surprises. I didn't know what this headline was, and I, don't, I still don't. Less than 10 minutes into the first episode of Breakpoint. Let's wait, get sound guy. Freaking plane flying, yeah, big deal. Bling, it's Walter, you wanted me to call back. Not why not not right now, Walter. But I'll take the job. Verge University. I'll be there. I'll be on the first plane out to Amsterdam. Thanks again. I accept. I accept your offer, and I'll be there as soon as I can. Less than ten minutes into the first episode of Breakpoint, the Netflix docu series about professional tennis that launches Friday, Nick 
Kyrgios is seen practicing before last year's Australian Open and is heard contemplating aloud whether he ever will appear at the tournament. I don't know if this is going to be the last time. Kyrgios says, nothing good lasts forever, though. Yeah? Well, nothing good lasts forever, though. Yeah? That captures the vibe around tennis lately. What with the retirements of Serena Williams, Roger Federer, and Ash Barty, all arriving in 2022, it also helps open a window onto the tumult and pressure, a word invoked repeatedly during the series' first five episodes that are constant factors for the WTA and ATP. I don't know, athletes who will be back on the Grand Slam when plays begin. I don't know any of that. And, and This is not the first time Kyrgios wound up reaching his first Grand Slam final at Wimbledon in July has voiced questions about his future, and indeed, there are not a ton of outright surprises for those who follow the sport closely. That said, there are occasionally unexpected moments during the first half of season one's 10 episodes, such as Kyrgios, Kyrgios discusses his drinking habit with his manager. Okay, that's got a little interesting. Yeah, a little twist. Retired for four days after blowing a match point and losing in the 2021 French Open Finals. Breakpoint is in some ways an advertisement for tennis, introducing casual fans or folks who really haven't been fans at all to some of the on-court characters laying out basic rules and formats and offering limited recaps on last season's events. There's not an effort to completely cover what went on in the sport. One example of something only briefly addressed, an unvaccinated Novak Djokovic's will he or won't he play in Australia saga that fascinated the world for more than a week. And that takes a lot. Today's attention span is the Fruit Loopies. Barty's historic championship at the Australian Open and stunning retirement soon after our left unexplored. Explored. Yeah, make sure to tune in to that break point. Well, nothing good lasts forever. Hits the tennis ball. This is exciting stuff. The Golden Globes return Tuesday in a one-year audition. Guys, I got this, you know, freaking like Netflix ideas or what I would do if I won the lottery. Everyone's got some ideas. Everyone's got a podcast, me included. And everyone has like, what am I going to do? What's it going to be about? Do it about the drama. Oh, we could do a Netflix show about our tennis team. I know we could. I'll just zoom in on me. I'll be practicing hitting the serving this ball. And it's like nothing good lasts forever, yeah? And just oh, I'll hit it and then everyone will just be like on the edge of their seat. The Golden Globes returned Tuesday in a one year audition. After going dark for a year, the Golden Globes returned to their air Tuesday on a one year audition to try to win back their awards season perch and relevancy to a Hollywood that shunned the awards after an ethics and diversity scandal. That'll do it, man. It's just like, so wait a minute, you guys have been doing this the whole time? Oh, the Golden Globes are... You guys have been doing this the whole time? Yeah, it's been kind of the whole time. This is not ethical. Oh, come watch it on 2023 then. Change our ways. Does anyone know what the Golden Globes even... Stars and studios boycotted last year's ceremony which NBC opted not to televise, saying the Hollywood Foreign Press Association needed time to make meaningful reform. A year later, much, though not all, of Hollywood appears ready to party again. Yeah, I'd say so. Nothing, probably absolutely nothing changed. 
It's got fired a few people. The yeah, the squeaky wheels. Falling red carpet coverage E will air it live beginning at six PM Eastern. Oh, I can't wait to catch that. The broadcast from the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Ooh, so fancy hotel in Beverly Hills, California. Starts at eight PM on NBC. For the first time, for the first time, the show will also be live streamed on NBC Universal's Peacock. When the gold, when the Globes were on the brink, NBC reworked its deal with the HFPA, putting the awards on a one-year contract. And you can't get rid of the Golden Globes. Come on, we sit around and do nothing all year, and then we just work like crazy for one month before the Golden Globes. But we get paid the entire year to do it. You can't get rid of one year. Okay, give us one more year. I will fire a few people, get them off the payroll, and then, and then could give us a second chance. Beverly Hills, California. Everyone's going to be so into it. Bill Safety Hamlin back in Buffalo right after. Yeah, I'm too busy watching this Netflix thing with guy practicing tennis. Sorry, Golden Globes, not this year. Bill Safety Hamlin back in Buffalo to continue recovery. Orchard Park, New York, AP. Bill Safety Damar Hamlin said he returned to Buffalo on Monday with a lot of love on my heart to continue his recovery in a hospital there a week after going into cardiac arrest and having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Hamlin was discharged from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. (laughs) Just just call it UCMC. Hamlin was discharged from the UCMC in the morning and flown to Western New York. He was listed in stable condition at Buffalo General MC, GVI, Gates Vascular Institute, GVI. He was stable condition at BGMC, GVI. I can confirm that he is doing well, and this is the beginning of the next stage. His charity got millions of dollars while he was out there. He's been walking since having a breathing tube removed on Friday. Good. Sounds like he's going to make a good recovery. If anything, his charity got a lot of money. And if anything, he can be a philanthropist at this point. Excuse me. A couple more. I think this is the last headline that I have. How are we doing on time, actually? Let me check this. Oh. Okay, we went over on that segment. That's okay. Now, where what? USC's Reggie Bush, Tebow, make college football Hall of Fame. Reggie Bush, whose Heisman Trophy victory for Southern California in 2005 was vacated because of NCAA violations, was among 18 players in the latest College Football Hall of Fame class announced Monday. Florida quarterback Tim Tebow, who won the Heisman in 2007, was also elected to the Hall by the National Football Foundation, along with Dwight Freeney of Syracuse, Luke Coochley of Boston College, Michael James of Oregon, and Michael Bishop of Kansas State. Excuse me. Bush played on two national championship teams with USC in 2003 and 2004. That little interruption. And led to 2005. Yeah. Led to the Trojans to their title game in 2005, a season in which he won the Heisman with, spectacular, with a spectacular season. He ran for 1,740 yards, averaged 8.7 yards per carry, and scored 19 touchdowns. He went to become the second overall pick in the NFL draft by the New Orleans Saints. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, is that all? That is all mine headlines, Franz. Could someone get Walter back on the phone? I, I accepted his offer, but I'm, I might have to withdraw.
I might have to withdraw my exception, my acceptance for that offer. Get him back on the phone, William. Walter, get him back on the phone. Get get gets a chance. Time. I have to be playing phone tag because of the time. Yeah, it's half work. Walter, half work. In Amsterdam, I was on my way right now, but I have to. I might withdraw. I'm having some second thoughts. Cold feet. I'm having cold lizard feet. No, I um, took a picture of that lizard yesterday that's on the paneling here. I still haven't got the sound dampeners up yet, but I will. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, whatever. And I was scraping the lizard off the side, and when I took a picture of it, I, c- I couldn't help but notice that its hind legs looked very similar to, like, a frog's frog legs. Now, a frog is an amphibian... A lizard is a reptile. Let's not forget that. So there's a different sort of, I guess, genus there. As it is, but I can't, you can't, I can't, help, can't help but wonder sometimes with the evolutionary diversions that we all go through. And I mean, I mentioned earlier, my libido used to be, my testosterone might be kind of lowered now since I'm not sleeping back homeless. Although, my testosterone is certainly not what it was when I was like a, teenage 20 year old um definitely not i wish if i had the mind that i have now and the like the body the female girlish figure that i have now um if i could go back in time and like have the confidence that i have now i i could i could probably do a lot of damage in the world turns out that you know, it was just a too little too late there, bling, and now it's too late, so freaking podcast host. We'll get that good half work. Walter half work. Get him on the phone still. Might not accept the petition. Hang up on him. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't have cold feet. Hang up on him. Well, yes, Tom Brady. Can't forget about Tom Brady. Um, I think it was a twenty seventeen Super Bowl, was it? It could have been early twenty eighteen Super Bowl. It might have been I don't he, they're the biggest comeback, really. I think it was 2017. Um, it was like the biggest comeback. Like they were down so many points, and Tom Brady was just like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go, touchdown, let's go, let's go." Like touchdown, touch. It was nuts. Like that's a leader. That's a real leader. With like the teams behind him, everyone's in sync. You can't, you can't beat that. You can't. So I hope Tom Brady. I hope, I hope Drew Brees. I hope Drew Brees keep stops selling out or keeps selling out. Shit. Keep selling out Drew Brees. I hope Tom Brady, though, goes for another, yeah, eight Super Bowls. Give him another ring. If you're that good, mentally, psychologically, physically, and you're one with the team, one unit, you can't beat that. <laughs> you can't. And so it's a rare thing. Yeah, Tom Brady... I just, um, that's, look, Tom Brady, I'm very flattered, but I just accepted a position as an assistant over at uh, Amsterdam University for Professor Halfwork. So I'm on my first flight out of here. But I appreciate it. Good luck on your eighth ring, though. I'd love to contribute, but I've already got some, yeah, already have um, made other prior arrangements. Sorry. Engagements, excuse me. As you are. I remember that has been inspiring, and I'm not really into f- sports or football, like a lot. I'm not a, not a lot, but I can keep up with them, and I I do think that Tom Brady's um, 
performance in that game, the Super Bowl game, where he, the comeback game, exemplary. The other housekeeping issues. Well, there seems like there's other stuff I want to talk about, but I don't. Okay, well, shit. <clears throat> uh, not sleeping back homeless yet. I, I slept outside last night, though, successfully, from start to finish, in the sleeping bag, with some, you know, luxuries, some amenities. I towed it around, a, blow, a little blow-up match. I towed it around, a little blow-up match, everywhere I went in, in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I was kind of here, hither and thither around being sleeping bag homeless. But I towed it around this, like, blow-up mattress. I never even used it. Not even, not even one time. I never even used it because I didn't want it to pop. It's very kind of a thinner material, and I just lost my, you know, my um, my pillow and stuff. And I was like, I'm not gonna lose that thing, and I'm not gonna let it just pop on some glass out here. So I had it in my backpack the whole time, and now I put a tarp down, and I got the blow up thing. I still have to rearrange some stuff here, but it's like, it's more of like, could I do it again? If push comes to shove, and it's just like you're locked out. Good luck. It's like, okay. And so I, I kind of caught wind of maybe yeah, this little change of wind direction. And so I was like, I need to start preparing for the worst here. And again, because I regret, I really, really regret not doing that. Just not being ready to go last time. And still kind of having all my things and my stuff. And that's, yeah, that, that shit, man. Never again. Never again. I think there's maybe some important items that I could, could just keep here, like underneath the bed and just keep it here like yeah just like a birth certificate or something that i had stuff that i don't actually need on the street or will ever really need they can keep it for shit's sakes so if i if i lose it uh, whatever but it's like okay i keep all my paper like important paperwork here i think i lost my social security card in the mix too the things i lost in the fire i had that social security card for like 20 years man it's but maybe somewhere big deal (laughs) i need to stop saying big deal all right so i slept outside last night and i have to say guys i'm like an armchair survivalist now and not in the wild not it's like urban camping it's i thought i i've watched some youtube videos where i was like that's kind of dumb what are you doing camping outside urban camping but there is something reinvigorating once you get it took me a couple nights hanging out here to actually fall asleep so and I was trying to get like acclimate yourself, get outside, try and fall asleep outside if you can, if you can't, whatever. Eventually, I get so tired you'll fall asleep. So at some point you'll fall asleep. But last night I was like, okay, I was just I love being that sleepy, and I was talking to the microphones and recording gibberish. I was like, all right, it's not that time to freaking shut eye. And I'm trying to migrate all of my belongings, which is like what three pairs of pants. And yeah, out of the out of the house, so I can just have it, access to it. Um, but something that occurred to me here that's not the same in Salt Lake or Utah is, if I do get kicked out of this farm home, I, I don't think it'll be like it never come back and you know, you know whatever and like throwing pots and pans as I'm scampering out you know down the driveway. I don't think it's it's not going to end like that. Knives. Knives and forks just flying through the air. Lighting lighting up flares. 
freaking Australians. Yes, soccer match. <clears throat> the camera guy got hit with a flare. They had to call a game. There's flares and buckets. Goalie gets knocked out with a freaking bucket with the white substances, cement. Flares, cement, buckets, soccer in Australia. Nah. Let's do urban camping out here. But in case, like, push comes to shove, things get bad or just people get weird. Uh, people do get weird, too. And I, I do have a little bit, eh, you know, a little extended segment. Yeah. Ride the bike to Target, actually, first. I might, I, well, there's a lot of stuff I need to do. But first, let me finish this freaking thought. Get all my stuff out. That way I have access to it. If you're locked out or whatever, or just people, yeah, people get weird. And people do get weird. I just said all this stuff. Where was I going with it? I was talking, I was going to talk about social engineering. But before I get into social engineering and really bore you guys to death, I wanted to say something today. I told my fans and listeners tuning in, I told my freaking weed smoking fans and listeners tuning in, Blazy Gang. Where's my Blazy Gang at? Where's my Blazy Susan Blazy Gang at? I'm part of the Blazy Gang myself, and I, no, I don't work for them. I could probably get some deals though. Shit. You can't get uh, Walter, call Walter again, half work. Get Walter back. I might have to withdraw. I might work with Blazy Susan, contact our freaking Blazy Susan CEO. But I think some dispensaries do like a two for Tuesday. Man, I had an awkward conversation at True Bliss. I know, another True Bliss story. I found this particular woman attractive, quite attractive. Um, and like movie star attractive. I thought she was really pretty. And so I got a little, I was a little bit nervous. Not, not clammy hands, probably. It's a little sweaty, sure. Cracky, squeaky voice. Yeah. Stains on my shirt. Probably grease stains on my shirt. Yeah, probably whatever stains. And I, I had thought I had overheard a conversation while waiting in line. And that conversation was, well, come by on Tuesday. Because that's when it's a buy one, get one free. It's like two for Tuesday. Yeah, okay. I'll have to, I'll have to come by True Bliss on Tuesday. This is not a commercial because I don't know yet. I have to call around. The awkward part was when I got in the back and I was trying to buy stuff. I ended up buying those three freaking mini caviar mics. Cav- Cavi mic. Those three mini things. The 20 freaking dollars for these tiny, teeny, tiny. This like really kind of like laughable size JJ. They're laughable sized. Those are what you give your friends when they say like, oh, fine, I don't need any smoke. Here's a freaking Blazy Susan mini that I rolled specifically for you. Because I knew when we got out here, you're going to be, can I hit that? Hey, come on, let me hit that. Can I hit that? Can I hit that? No. I asked you before we left if I don't like sharing germs, man. I'm fine with sharing so much so that I rolled you your own so that you can have your own. We don't have to freaking pass it back and forth and have you freaking hogging the whole thing anyways. Here's your mini Blazy Susan. That's how minis should work. Not, let me buy a little, those tiny joints. Let me go to the dispensary. How many tiny joints can I buy? Three? No, don't do that. True Bliss, stop doing that. Cavi Mike. So if True Bliss does do buy one, get one, I'll probably ride my bike down True Bliss. But if Green Farms does buy one, get one free on Tuesday, I'll probably ride my bike over to Green Farms instead. I have to make some phone calls. First, I have to call Walter back. 
Walter Halfwork, he's a verge Amsterdam. Get him some. Get him, get him on the phone. So look forward to the um, review later. I actually have one more thing to say about that, if I can, before I get into um, social engineering and some thoughts on that. There's a there's a chance that I might try a new dispensary today. That way I can keep the the ball rolling. With we've tried harvest, we've done true bliss, we've done cure leaf. And we've done green farms. And so it might make sense to open the door to a fifth. Get a fifth in the circle here. Kicking up dust, all grunting out here. Got four guys out here in a field, in a circle. Let's get five. Let's see if we can get five. Four aggressive guys in a field with their pants down. Kicking up dust. <laughs> we used to, I used to make a joke. I make joke. I used to joke around about just a terrible jerk, a bunch of guys, and it was a joke. I never have. I never have. I, I don't. I, I don't know if they actually exist or not. But I used to say like, "Yeah, we had seven guys." <laughs> oh my god, it's perverted. When did this podcast turn into this perverted group? I may not have a sexual libido, but I'll talk about it a lot now. When I was. Funny, I'm trying to hide it. Like I don't think about that. Girls are girls are kind of pretty, I guess. Some some boys are too. I I mean I no I'm not no. It's just all this like raunchy freaking podcast about well, four guys in a circle. Get a fifth in here. Let's get kick it up dust. It's all aggressive, grunting and groaning and getting all sweaty, huh? Yeah, maybe you guys got room for a fifth. Hey, hey what's up, guys? Can you, can you do a fifth? Got room for one more? I can only imagine the creeped out. Well, it was, it was an ongoing joke. Yeah, now it is going to just turn into this raunchy podcast. It was an ongoing joke of this app that I made that did, like, geographic locations. You go to the, one of the most magical, set, beautiful sceneries that you would have outdoors. Um, I think I was in Neff's Canyon, Utah, when I was doing this stuff and making these little commercials. And let's just say, like, yeah. Are you tired of being the last to the circle? Getting there just as everyone's finishing up because you couldn't find the place? There's an app. It was, yeah. Download the app. It gives your geographic location, step-by-step directions, so you never have to be the last one in a circle again, unless you want to be the last one. Download the download the. Yeah, it was a bit crass. I had a lot of imagination back then, and because I still had some optimism, that was before I was broken. That was well, it was probably right as I was breaking. Summer of twenty twenty one. I think it was probably right as I yeah. It was right there when I broke, yep. May, June, 2021, yep. Yeah, when I found out life was a lie. So anyway, that's the story behind that humor. And I might just go try out a new place. Get a buy one, get one free. That way I can see what's, what sort of prices they have. And, you know, my fans and listeners tuning in home, if you're ever in Arizona, I would go to Green Farms first. I would go to Harvest second. I would go to Leaf third. And if you have to, go to True Bliss. Just, just be prepared to buy a bunch of tiny joints 
and like come out with no money. They will, you will get fleeced in there. And they, they're pretty too. So no one's, it's not, no one's getting physical. No one's physically, you're not getting manhandled as you walk, walk in. You just get Twitter painted and enamored. Glamorized. And walk out with three teeny tiny caviar mic, caviar mic joints. Like this, are they, nah. They're infused with this uh, resin. Give me one of the green farms caked in keef. keef. That's about the same price as one of those cavi mics anyways. Freaking, you guys got any terp sticks? Buy one, get one free, some terp sticks. Those staying terpy, terp, mad terp labs, man. Mad, if you haven't had a terpy sticks, look, you go now, get one if you can. Um, get some terp sticks, dude. They gave that. I remember that. There was another leaf. There was one um, giant freaking blunt that I, I think it was Christmas Eve that I smoked that one. When I was like, I'm going to die. And I smoked this giant freaking blunt. I thought I was going to die. And I was like, I can't tell my family because it's Christmas Eve. I will have to wait until the day after Christmas so I can fully freak out. I'll have to wait till it gets worse on Christmas. Forget it's actually Christmas because of how like sick I feel because I got that stupid job. And then on December 26th, I'll have to just lose, absolutely lose my mind. Culmination into just the very end of the year. It's like, all right, get him crazy. He's, he hasn't been sick. Get him crazy. And I was admittedly and for me it's not routine freak freak out well, big end of the year freak out one just one last one get me sick on top of that oh, geez, no uh, uh-uh. people say that they're looking out for your your best interest in your well-being they're not they're not they're trying to get your money or taking yeah trying to get your money or cooperate to organize crime housekeeping other housekeeping issues tune in for the weed store we've got social engineering coming up coming in hot this is the bling viera podcast well keep in mind this is all coming from an armchair survivalist now and that'll happen because i kind of i was prepared to be homeless but it wasn't really you know not just okay now you're homeless like that that's yeah (laughs) it's frustrating so now, in order to avoid that, it's like everything, I have everything with me, everything is on me that I need to survive out here or that's worth something. Um, that I learned the hard way. So let's talk about social engineering. There are things that I learned from eBay, eBay's executives. I've learned a lot from the example of eBay's executives, like the head of security, for example, who or the ex-retired um, police captains, the um, the Capistrano police captains that worked for it, it was uh, eBay security execs. It's an online garage sale, so it's like a website for an online garage sale website. Somehow, still, yeah, somehow, airplanes and <laughs> more noise. Yeah, ex-police captains, head of security, all of it, C-suite executives, they're all involved. There's a lot of them. It's eBay. 
and what I learned from their example of social engineering of like, no, not only like, can we make this woman look like she's losing her mind and, and freak her out in the process? This couple, this married couple in Natick, Massachusetts, will fly first class out there. Like, we are going to present ourselves as the, like, rescuers, I guess. So their whole thing here, eBay, This we're, I'm talking about eBay freaking head of security executives right now. Okay, guys? Everyone keeping track? of global marketing or something yeah into marketing into global integration these are directors at ebay everyone they set out with the intention to to be like the the white knights um they're knights in shining armor to rescue this couple from being terrorized from ebay like ebay is going to save this couple intervene and put a stop to it because it's ebay terrorizing the couple they're mailing like pig masks or mat whatever just look into it honest because it's disturbing it's disturbing but they went into it saying like we're going to cause all of these issues and then we're going to be like hey it's a direct it's head of security we heard you're having some problems well that just should, that should do it looks like we we looks like we solved it. It looks like you won't be ha- we intimidated him enough. It looks like you won't be having that problem anymore. And they're like, "Oh, eBay's the best. My, you know, my hero. eBay, my hero." But they got caught in the process and exposed this whole in- social engineering attempt. And so what was it? Well, the condensed version if I can. They fly out there, terrorize them, mail them stuff, whatever, sexual things, porn stuff. Um, get their neighbors mail porn to the neighbors or sexual things to the neighbors in their name so the people think like oh, it's freaking perverts over here my neighbors are pervert like there's ways to get people to think a certain way without even doing anything besides mailing something or having them open, open up a package either addressed to them or not addressed they open up a package and oh, what's inside and it's like oh what is this wigs and dress or or whatever lube or whatever just weird things right or not even weird stuff just stuff but that already paints a picture in in that person's mind who opened it if you can somehow time it right it, you had there's some, some some things i was listening or thinking about last night as i was falling asleep and regarding social engineering and the the one thing that i I, the conclusion that i came to last night was you have to spend there's a cost to social engineering you have to spend money and in order for it to work and you have to like it's um there's a cost to it interactions and everything but you have to it it costs money to mail stuff it takes time to mail stuff and but once you get them to open something on their own and plant that seed in their mind i like i don't know it, it just like it was like a light bulb last night it's like you can do so much with just someone's opinion by just mailing them something yeah, an amazon package or something that's all you have to do and address it to you or just, and have them open it somehow or whatever you want if you can come up with this sort of scheme if you want to influence something or just have someone 
think that you're a different person or think you're someone else, if you're a mission, you want them to think you're a missionary, have them mail a bunch of like Bible stuff and or church stuff or Christian stuff. If you're not, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about trying to infiltrate organizations and use social engineering for nefarious purposes. That's not, I wouldn't condone that at all. Um, I think that's dumb. But what you can do is use it to like figure out what sort of environment you're in. Um, If you think that there's some nosy people or if you think that there's a rat, like you can figure out a way. Like if they're going through stuff or we plant, put this here. But but they don't think that if they think you're trying to hide it and and they think it's private or something. Man, I'm telling you. If you have it to where you have a team, like executives, like eBay did, you can make someone, like, appear crazy. And if you don't get caught in the process, I think it was just a white van that got eBay caught, or a van with New York plates that drove by at one point, and they took a picture of it, and that's what got them all... The detectives started doing, like, they were like, wait a minute, maybe this is eBay itself. And the detectives started putting it together so much so that when eBay found out that the detectives were putting it together, they tried to find people in California who were like, no, it's these ones. These are the names you want to go after. Innocent people. They're trying to frame them for their handiwork, their, their misdeeds. And that takes a lot of coordination. It's a lot of timing. But the cost, the cost is a lot. Whether it's um, like an actual like monetary value cost or just investment of time and like uh, consistency. Like you have to follow through if you're going to do something like that because the cost of mail yourself a bunch of stuff or mail them stuff or do whatever, like be for nothing. Like you have to kind of have an in plan and like an entry and an exit plan. Why did this dawn on me last night? I've had some privacy issues as my fans and listeners tuning in at home though. And I don't, I don't mind it too much. And like, I, I think I said in one of my, the erratic pot, the ones over the weekend, I get weird over the freaking full moon week before the full moon and week after the full moon shit. In one of the weird erratic episodes I did over the weekend, I mentioned how, yeah, like trying to just prepare myself to be exposed early as some sort of I don't know. Just there's no more privacy in the world today. There's just not. Um, I don't think everyone's like up to bad. It's not the government spying on you. Government spying on you at all times. Humbling. Great. Here's Jesse Ventura. I say government spying. You say government spying three times and you summon Jesse Governor Ventura. The government is. The government's what? Spying? The government. Jesse, what do you think about social engineering? The government's been spying on you since the day you were born. Yeah, but what do you think of um, social engineering, though? I think the government can socially engineer all sorts of things, Bling. Have you heard of Plum Island? I have. That's where Lyme disease came from, I think, right? That's where Lyme disease. The government's been hiding it from you. Well, I just don't think anyone really cares anymore. I don't know if anyone's hiding anything, really. I just don't know if like, people just don't care. Like, okay, so Lyme disease was made in a lab. Like, I have to go to work. I'm late for work. I just took a break. I have to go back. I'm just doing my break. I'm on my lunch break. I don't care. Lyme disease. That's where everyone's at these days. Get a job. Stop talking about Lyme disease and 
manufactured viruses in labs. Get a job. Stop doing impressions of Jesse Ventura. Stop trying to do your funny impressions and stuff and have people listen, be entertained, be funny. Get a job so you can get sick, you pieces. All right. So I guess I'll, I'll just kind of leave it on that. When it comes to social engineering, there's a cost. But if you figure out someone's, I wouldn't even call it a weakness. I mean, it might be their strength. If you can find a way to exploit their, their, and I, um, how do I, how do I put this? Like I, if there's a way to ferret out, um, an answer or a solution or something, if you're like, I don't know if this is like what, where your privacy is, where it ends, where it stops, you, you can kind of do things that will be like, okay, so we'll, next time we'll get stuff mailed to, um, one of those Amazon lockers or like just something towards like okay they, they're going through my mail now or they're going through this now or i'll turn my phone off before i get in the house just in case there's some sort of weird i don't know what the, there are things that people can use to get into your phone and one of those things is like mimicking a cell tower right and then your phone automatically connects to the nearest one so just there it goes is that how cell that's just how cell phones work it's like well that doesn't sound safe if someone has one of those things and they're bad actors but a bunch of people in a van like all over east salt lake city park those things all over the place get into everyone's phone they just think it's a cell your phone thinks it's a cell tower though yeah but where's the data going where are the photos and stuff i don't it's a cell tower it's a cell phone tower it connects there automatically that's just a protocol well maybe we should not have that (laughs) this isn't safe if you can figure out what that perimeter is where safe is and where safe isn't and you can you can figure that out through means of social engineering that's all i'm trying to say and i was kind of and i'll wrap it up and freaking end it on this podcast host i was pretty skeptical on the whole term social engineering i think it's a i think it's a bigger deal than most people let on until it gets exposed and when it gets exposed more i'm like people are like well that's a group of people did this they 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 wanted me to to kind of go they goaded me to go this direction i didn't even know it like marketed me to go this direction and i didn't even know it. it's like yeah man unfortunately i think ebay is a prime example it's a perfect example because they got caught and so you could see what their plan was you could they're trying to create a problem that they could solve they could be the heroes and that's it all hail ebay the unsafe marketplace the online freaking website garage sale website not safe it's a perfect example like it's not safe your data is not safe ebay is not safe um it doesn't get higher than the head of security cut the head off the snake that's what they mean like that's you can't get higher than that that's the head of security he's participate yes pled guilty to it yes for ebay yes when just like within the past what three years guy like this is recent stuff it happened it's been somehow kind of uh some people have called it corporate terrorism but i I would i would lean a lot more toward social engineering and i as an individual you can have people think certain ways and have 
just by planting i just don't even have to say anything if someone's going through your stuff just leave a couple of these things over there it doesn't even have to be nothing even illegal or anything but just leave something to be like what the hell is this and again i'm thinking and then get something else that buttresses that kind of supports that mode of thinking and then you could man you could pull off just about anything if you get it the direction you want to go I think that's like experimentation, um, trial and error, and cost. Uh, cost is going to be a lot. And time, like cost of time, all of it. It's a pretty big endeavor, but I, I do think it's not really possible to do social engineering alone. You have to have a group of people. They have to be organized. If you're trying to do it alone, it's not going to be as consistent. It's not going to be as impactful but it's still possible shit i'm <laughs> i've learned a lot um since basically halloween being sleeping back homeless and kind of uh, what thrushed to arizona thrust thrust down to arizona just kind of on a whim thinking to myself well yeah i'm trying to kill me in my sleep i head down there but it turned into the, this whole sort of um, uh, like realization to where it's like, man, you almost got trapped here in Arizona. You socially engineered and got trapped. But unintentionally, I don't think my brother was trying to be like, it's trapped. trapped this punk. Does he have green? Does my little brother have green hair? It's trapped this punk bitch in Arizona. Fly him down to Phoenix. Fly, fly his ass down to Phoenix and get him a shitty job. Get him sick and get him trapped. Like the getting sick part I don't think anyone was really anticipating and I don't think anyone really wanted to happen because I'd, I'd probably still be working there. You know, that leaf blower behind the dumpsters, graveyard shift, throwing my life away, flushing it down the toilet even more than I already have. I would have been trapped here. But I got sick and I wigged out. And I was like, the, I don't know, I could see the light. I was like, okay, that was a, I could have got trapped in Arizona. Just start over again. Okay, okay. Keep paying my storage unit. And like a year goes by, miss a couple payments. That gets auctioned off. And someone messes around over here in Arizona. I start trusting people, start dating someone. Next thing you know, a freaking stalking charge from Hanks and Peter. Get that thrown out of court. Salt Lake City Attorney Hanks Peter. There are there are things that you can do to make portray people as a villain even i think having a stalking charge is another one too social engineer but you have to have money for a lawyer you have to do it all that way true or not and i'm not a stalker i'm not stalking anyone i'm way way too selfish to do that way too selfish way too self-absorbed admittedly and people should know that but this particular polygamous woman who was a client of rob peterson like they were trying to portray me as a stalker and i i lost a job at a law firm because of it because they they pulled it off they the people at the law firm saw what was on paper i was like oh he's a freaking stalker. he's a creeped out stalker you can fire this guy get him out of here he can't be working for us he's a freaking stalker get him out of here and like that's not that's not what happened though on paper on paper i called the police every single time they just never weren't didn't help surprising yeah shot yeah surprise surprise salt lake city police they were zero help that's a civil matter it's like no it's not they stole my <laughs> they stole my stuff 
I want my stuff now. Like, can you help me get my thing? It's a civil matter. It's like, they stole it, man. Come on. You gotta, can't help you, Blaine. It's a civil matter. Okay. All right. You can't work here. You have a stalking charge. It's like, damn it, man. I call the police every time to avoid this shit. But it still can happen. It takes money at the cost of it. And I got, I got fired because of it. I got fired because of that. And it was absolutely fake. 100% was not true. It was kind of shocking to me. Like, as really, like, like, wow, you can do whatever you want if you have money. You just lie about stuff. Make shit up. Hire a lawyer and make shit up and they'll lie for you. Absolutely, that's why all lawyers go straight to hell. But there's a little bit of a wild card there because if you get... Well, if you're a lawyer, you lie for money and go straight to hell anyway. So you get paid either way, in theory. But if you mess up as a lawyer, you can potentially like tarnish your name and your client who's a polygamist like make them look really really bad to the point where they're crying in the courtroom embarrassed because it's like yeah everything he's saying is true he's not stalking me we got this thing (laughs) yeah i paid a lawyer to lie to get a stalking charge for whatever reason i don't know la la land point where like yeah i lost a job a career all that stuff a career I guess yeah whatever but I go into court and I light them up embarrass them get it removed it doesn't matter now it doesn't matter the damage is done <laughs> I'm not a stalker it's dismissed the judge even says yeah he's not stalking anyone you guys stole stuff give him, give him his things what's the stalking charge for he's trying to get his stuff he called the police every single time what are you guys doing like, that's embarrassing if you're an attorney and it's embarrassing if you're the cuckoo's nest client and you're crying about it. That's even more embarrassing. Get lit up by someone who has zero courtroom experience. It can backfire on you big time if you pick the wrong person. Or if you under, underestimate the person's intelligence who you decided to target or attack. I think time and time again. <clears throat> well, anyway, I'll kind of end it on that note. Stay tuned for the buy one, get one free on Tuesdays. We're going to try and find one. If it's the new dispensary, hold on to your hats because we're going to talk about the customer experience. Make sure to tell all your friends just like the song. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. are the coolest. Well, sometimes, sometimes, Dude, I'll start from the end. I'll do the end first. And then, so that's what we're doing right now. Last night, let's see, last night. Um, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an armchair survivalist. But I'll be damned if I'll ever take it back and say, there's nothing like an ice cold keystone light in every single freaking morning. Well, hey, babe. Will you um, bring me... I'm working on my podcast. Can you bring me a, a Keystone Light, please? Out of the fr- freaking icy cold one with the ice melting off of it? Please? Because... <clears throat> excuse me. Once again, uh, a hobbyist. A hobbyist when it comes to being a survivalist. I'm a survivalist hobbyist. And also a certified optician developed through this year. Depending on continuing education... I'll get that renewed. Now, I didn't like camping growing. Oh, whatever. I'll talk about it. I probably already talked about it in this episode. This is a little bonus here. But yeah, freaking Keystone Light, dude. 
in the morning. I haven't, I haven't eaten anything. I haven't drank anything this entire morning so far. I've been up for an hour and a half. I took a shower. I probably talked about that in this episode too, posthumously. No, I took a shower and I was just like, I don't know, I have so many ideas. Sleeping back homeless, man. The world is just there for you to take it. The world, this is an inspiring podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's inspiring. It's armchair survivalist. It's hobbyist survivalist. Tell all your freaking friends. <laughs> Dude, I love... I don't like pigeons, but I love Keystone Light in the morning. update here i'm trying to find buy one get one free and i can't find one i thought two for tuesday was a thing but it's not i'm calling around true bliss can i put you on hold it's like, yeah, i'm surprised oh, so true bliss your customer service but there's some other ones too that were like the flower shop and um some other ones but i might just wait around another three hours and and do it that way go to just yeah, go to green farms five grams for $25, man. Um, I don't know, something's going on over here. <laughs>